1: Welcome back to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Entertainment Network. Boom Howdy. I'm Dustin P. And I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we talk USA's The Purge, episode eight entitled Giving Time Is Here. Hmm. Givin? Given? Given. Giving? There's a G on the end. Gibbons. 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 <laughs> Gibbing. But for the sake of brevity and spoilers, we do dive. Directly into the episode. So, with that being said, spoiler, 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 you have been warned. Turn mm-hmm. off this episode if you have not seen this.
0: Right, because if you're, I mean, y- unless you don't want to, like, watch it, if you're just living, like, purge-cariously through us, then, Would like... Would I like to live purge Right. do 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 But, like, when... <laughs> <laughs> so if you're so whatever if we're gonna run it run by you but if you haven't seen it you want to like play along at the home game i guess yeah i guess yeah so
1: you've been warned this is spoilers so exactly i mean and honestly we're episode we're episode eight, eight. eight out of ten I, <laughs> I mean eight
0: out of ten if you're like not on board by now then you're, 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 you're kind of hosed you're right you're not on the bus
1: exactly right exactly so so we dive directly into spoilers so genius with that being said what was your take on this episode?
0: I fucking dug the shit out of this episode. <laughs> this episode was great. It it was cathartic in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, it was action packed in a lot of ways. It oh, wrapped yeah. up a lot of stories, but it brought fucking new ones too. So yeah, it
1: did a nice little French braid with all the stories on some of these counts.
0: The twist ending at the end that I was I I was like my my mouth was agape. I was just like wow. Yeah, I mean, it was was pretty heavy this episode, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So, Genius and I talked
1: off-air, and we're going to break this down into two segments now because, you know, The Purge is coming to a close. Mm -hmm. We're starting to weave all the stories together. So, Mm -hmm. what happened in this episode is we have two stories, essentially. Mm -hmm. We have Jenna, Rick, and Lila Mm -hmm. back at the Jenna, Rick homestead. (laughs) And then we also have Pete's Bar with and all the Penelope, shenanigans that happen. Miguel, yeah. the Purge Protector actually shows up at the bar. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much wraps up that part of the episode. So, Genius, which one would you rather do- uh, talk to and dive into first?
0: Let's do uh, Rick, Lila, and Jenna.
1: Yeah, because honestly, you and I talked off air. This was like 70 to 75% of the episode. And, I mean, it dealt with some heavy shit. Mm-hmm. So, the very first thing that we see is, you know, kind of a kind of a takeaway from the last episode. It's Jenna, Rick, and Lila sitting on, on the couch. On the awkward sofa. Yeah.
0: Because it's just like, they're sitting there, and you know some ill shit's just done, and everybody's just like,
1: ew, what next, right? Well, I mean, Jenna and Lila are holding hands still, and Rick's just kind of out on his S- island. Sitting there like, oof. Just Christmas r- time. Right?
0: Uh, but then, but then Jenna's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, right? And at that point, I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought, like, Vlad was going to be like, listen here, motherfucker, right? And then, Or Jenna was going to uh, Rick's like, you lousy bitch, get out of my house, you know, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen. But, wait, so basically, he turns around on her and he says, like, you know, um, you want a sandwich? Yeah. You know, that's it. Like, hey, I appreciate what you did. And like he offered the olive branch in a way. He, was he, like, he really did. it, And he, he even apologized to her. So yeah. you know, I'm sorry for the way everything
1: kind of turned out. Yeah. And, you know, you know I take, you know, mea culpa. You know, I, I take full responsibility for this. And it's not until a little bit later on the episode, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. that we see Lila's true intentions.
0: But he was totally cool about it. I mean, he could have been like any of those things, like, like, like you ruined your homewrecker, you know, or whatever. Right. But he was like, look, I really appreciate you saving our lives. Um, feel free to stick around however. Right? And she's like, all right, cool, I'm out I'm about to go upstairs. But he goes, Hey, I'm gonna make a sandwich you want one, which is like if I was going through that shit, hell, I'm hungry right now. I mean, honestly, I think I
1: would forgive him if somebody sandwich, made me a sandwich. I right? mean if, if Thurman Merman shows up on purge night, <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go.
0: Purging Merman <laughs> what The fuck is the deal with you and sandwiches, kid. <laughs> They're all poison sandwiches. Or fucking he's got saw blades in him. <laughs> just <laughs> some a fanfic right there but i did like the little throwaway
1: line that rick had when he talked to lila and you know lila's just like oh i can't believe all this has happened and this that and the other <laughs> rick goes well maybe next time you should fire the help right and i'm like wah." wah. that
0: was funny that i was like it was i it, was like you got jokes and you got points right you there. got jokes on purge night right? right but that was good she's like whatever i'm out of here like calm down but then he's like look i'm just gonna go, go make a sandwich and then we have all this intertwining flashbacks yeah, and honestly, you know, you and I have always had beef with the way that some you know television
1: shows choose to use flashbacks, mm-hmm. and it almost it almost breaks up the continuity of the episode. But I like the way that the Purge kind of interspersed these these flashback sequences with Lila and how I guess like her her youth or just uh, what would you say maybe a couple years prior?
0: Yeah, I because like. Uh, yeah, no, like you're saying, the, when they interview with the flashbacks, it's because it's not overused. Exactly. And, yep. like, they only saw it for certain scenes for certain characters, and it's not, like, a whole episode of, like, everybody's flashbacks Yeah, where you shit. can't
1: figure out what the continuity is, where the timeline's going. Because
0: right. Lila's flashbacks was, Lila was the only one that had flashbacks in this episode. Yeah. And it serviced the story nicely to where, as you see her descent into madness, where it comes from. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and you kind of see where you know you almost
1: give her a slight bit of forgiveness right. to why she turned out the way she did because she's all
0: hepped up from like stabbing Stephen Colbert. But here's the thing: before we go into what the flashbacks are, because right, we'll probably because it's a because that, that gives away a lot of the story. It does. But before that, when like bang, 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 you hear on the door and like it's the wife of the dude next door. That's something I totally even didn't even think about. Right? Yeah. And so and he's, she's like, let me in. Well, let me in. What happened? He goes, look, go back. Somebody's right behind you. Um, go back in your house. We will talk in the morning when you will not yeah, kill us. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I'm not going to fucking open the door for you right now, knowing that your b- husband's blood is not only on my hands, literally and figuratively, but it's also on my Pier 1 rug. So fuck, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to fucking say, come on in, right? So go home. We will talk tomorrow. But Lila was fucking cold-blooded. She gets up on the intercom and goes, he's fucking dead and he deserved everything he fucking got. Now go away. Right? I'm like, that's some cold-blooded shit, Lila. You're mean as fuck. Yeah. But, I mean, that's one way to get her to go
1: away. Because, I mean, True. she she wasn't going away. So, sure. I, I think part of it, honestly, I think part of it was Lila just being a cold-hearted bee. Right. Uh, but uh, the other part of it, I mean, I would have said something like that just to get her to turn around and go the F home. But she didn't. But she didn't. She
0: didn't. And you know what? And that's on her. <laughs> that And she could have said that's what her fault. She chose that. But at the same time, like, look, if you're going to say, if you're going to drop a fucking bombshell, like, we killed your husband, go away, you know? I'm not going to be like say, like, okay, I guess, and then walk away. I you know, I wouldn't even have seen the person behind me, but I would still – I would get me be more apt to go home if I would have been like, we will talk in the morning. Some ill shit went down. Right. Trust me. Wait. There's somebody fucking behind you. Then I would have been like, shit. All right, cool. We'll talk in the morning. I can't do anything about it now. Well, I'm, I'm a housewife. I'm not gonna bust into like a little fucking, uh, like a little security gate and whatnot. Yeah, sealed gate. Well, all she had was a butcher knife. You know what I'm saying? You could be fucking. Buff Bagwell with a knife and you wouldn't be getting through that. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So and, then, and then she gets beaten to death by the Tony Hawk purger. With the skateboard, right? The Tony Hawk purger fucking pro purge. Just wham.
1: Just, and it wasn't just one shot. No. I mean, no. he went ham. He, her <laughs> he clocked her twice <laughs>
0: yeah. and then just kept hitting her while she was on the ground. I know. That was such a brutal shot too because it's black and white and it's on this on the monitor screen so it's a lot smaller but still. He comes up here and just comes up behind her and goes, Beep. And then just like just continues to just beat the shit out of her. And Lila just turns around and that's what she gets. And I'm like, God damn, you're cold as fuck.
1: Hey, all I got to say is, man, if we were playing Pro Skater, he'd have a pretty high score. (laughs) I mean, I think he would have the high score there. I mean, because that was was some serious axle grinding going on there. Fucking Ollie's on her face and shit. (laughs) Fuck.
0: (laughs) <laughs>
1: 720 So you you get this like really mean spirited response out of Lila. You get this kind of what the F kind of look mm-hmm. and response out of Rick to Lila. So let's talk about that very first initial flashback. You yeah. know what we get. And it, it sets it up very much like a wedding mm-hmm. almost. You know, you've got Mr. Stanton in in the I, I guess you would say lila's quarters yeah and he's talking to her about you know something borrowed something blue something old something new the whole the wedding yeah the whole wedding thing of
0: course you're thinking it's a wedding because because lila's in a white gown right at first i don't know why but i thought it was like a creep out quinceanera you know what i'm saying i got that very same vibe right so i'm like okay you know she's a little old to be having a quinceanera but hey we'll run with it right and so, like, I'm like, even if it's 18th birthday, like, you don't have cold feet. And you know what? Here's the thing. I don't know how far we're getting into the flashbacks, but, like, like what Mr. Stanton said, it didn't make him more endearing as a character. But until the music got ominous, it almost was a good, like, speech. Like, hey, do you remember when you tried that and you didn't like it? Just, you know, give marriage a try. You wouldn't even get up on the horse. All oh, butter stuffs, but now you love the horse. It makes your mouth go pop, 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 pop. Yeah, and he's right.
1: talking about when you know when she was a young child. You know, she didn't want to take riding lessons <laughs> or even get up on the horse.
0: And it's still all about marriage. It's still like you're still yeah, thinking, okay, exactly. it's about marriage. She's got cold feet. It's cold feet, Quintinetta, right? But you know, she's just doing what she needs to do. like a little pep talk from dad, right? Until the music got like. Dun, 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 dun. When when you realize, she's like, yeah, you just got to do it. Once you do it, you'll feel a lot better. Yeah, it I was like.
1: Of, it, it, it likens to switching from Benny Hill to the Imperial Death March. Right. And it goes real quick. Real
0: quick. And I'm like, oh, he's talking about purging. Yeah.
1: Because, I mean, up until that point, honestly, I I kind of was being led on to believe it was like a wedding. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like mm-hmm. Stanton was giving his daughter away. Mm-hmm. You know? even,
0: even to the point where not like an arranged marriage, but like, hey, this would be good for beneficial to both companies. Right, exactly.
1: And So, you know, the 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 flashback sequence really ends there after they talk about getting cold feet. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to current day where Rick brings Lila the sandwich and says, you know, hey, this is to starting over. It kind of gives her a and, small little toast. Again, again yeah.
0: with an olive branch. But here's the thing.
1: Um, fucking- I mean, that grilled cheese looked good, dude. I mean, it looked real it did. good. It but- i I mean for for purge food or for like tv food it looked real good yeah it did
0: but i I was like i said i'm hungry again thanks but i was um (laughs) but um i was thinking in the back of my mind like i bet that sandwich is poison he's like eat up you know and i was like put razor blades in it like the like like the bad halloween candy like fucking night of the demons ah where'd you get these apples from but but, uh, <laughs> but so I thought he was going to poison her or something. And I, I, half of me was like, fucking good job, Rick, taking an initiative and getting that out. But at the same time he was extending sending the olive branch and I was like, okay, even better job, Rick, you know, mm-hmm. you're being the better person. But at the same time, <laughs> it, it it was weird because like you, I still didn't trust her. I never did. There was something about her. And then when he, she's like, you know what? I'll still make the deal. Everything's yep. cool. And he goes, maybe I should really ask Jenna first. And she's like, no, 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 it's okay. Come on. You know, let's just do this without there. And I was thinking, okay, this seems like a trap. Yeah, this is very fishy. Yeah, and I mean,
1: I thought she was going to try to play it in some kind of like sexualized way. Right, and you know, Jenna's Jen not here. We yeah, can exactly. You, around,
0: you know, what's good for the goose is good for the game. Yeah, I, I mean, like
1: the part where you and I were together, as opposed to when Jenna and I were together. You know, right. that kind of deal,
0: that kind of shit. Because I, from her, I don't even. I could expect that. I could expect fucking. Her Pulling out a gat, I could hear her expect anything because she's fucking a toothbrush filed down, right? You know? There's something weird. There was something, I've always been saying there's something fucking weird about her. And so then when he's like, Hey, here we go, it, it's I we, we can be in business together. And I thought she was gonna say in strange bedfellows, you know, mm-hmm. I was thinking she was still trying to get like one more last go around. You think she was talking about Lamore, Lamore, that's what I'm talking about, Lamore, but uh. No, he goes, no, this is not right. I'm not gonna make this deal without her because this is something we worked on. But at the same time, he fucking brought it up. He goes, well, tomorrow's a new day, but what are we gonna do about business? And I was thinking like, bad timing, Rick. But at the same time, I can understand. Yeah, but but he's trying for... to make a joke and he just kind of backfired. on Right. Yeah, but good for I him. I mean, that.
1: I mean, a lot of the a lot of the reason why he wanted to do that is because, I mean, that that's not only his dream. Mm-hmm. You know, that's her dream as well. Or at least what we're led to believe is is Jenna's dream as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with Lila being able to to dangle Manipulate. this money, yeah. money in front of him. I mean, that, that really shows off what a what a manipulative manipulative she is. And
0: she did it twice. Right. But, the, right. but
1: because the the very next portion is she talks to Jenna and, you know, Jenna finally says, you know, can you I have a moment
0: with Lila alone? Right. But before that, um Jenna heard her propose right. to uh Rick. Not propose, but pr- the proposition. Right, the proposition yep. And she goes, God damn it, what the fuck are you doing? You know? And right. And because it's like oh. it's it's
1: almost like Lila was trying to set Rick up to make it look like he was trying to do a deal behind Jenna's exactly. back. Exactly. Yep. Yep.
0: And she finally and you know what? I like Jenna now because one which is put no bullshit right was just because she found out about the bullshit. She she realized what's going on and how she was being manipulated by Lila, and she goes, well, you know, fuck you, fuck this get out of my house tomorrow right you know at least she's giving the common courtesy right. so you can stay for the night but after that we're done she goes i i she came out and she goes i realized i was sending out mixed signals mm-hmm. she goes i realized i was blinded by you and what you offered and all the other stuff that shit is no more we yeah. are done no yeah, more she mixed just signals. said we're done yeah we're it's done right and i was like fucking about time jenna right <laughs> i was i was like i'm so glad you snapped out of it and you're making wise decisions you know you're not just listening to what the whispers around the grapevine are you're not just making conjecture and all of that shit mm-hmm. you're actually looking at the hard evidence and seeing what the fuck is going on and realize that rick although he was weird in his ways and an asshole about it and he could have handled it a lot better he was like look she's toxic we need her out. Right. And finally, she realized that. And I was like, fucking good job. But then
1: <laughs> that brought her to into madness. Yeah, because Lila kind of falls off the deep end at that
0: she point. She goes crazy. And then we go back to the flashback of what what the fucking quinceañera really is.
1: Yeah. I and,
0: mean, I, and I knew it. I could read it a mile away, especially the dun, dun, dun. Right. But at the same time. Poor old man
1: Carruthers. Yeah, no, he looked like a gen- <laughs> he looked like a generic Christopher <laughs> Lee. I mean, I was like, how is she gonna purge Count Dooku?
0: He looked like Chuck Flowers. He was like <laughs> not quite Buck, but he looked like a sad hat, like a sad old man. And he was like, and they brought him out at dinner. He's like, I don't want this goddamn bullshit, right? And they're like, okay, it's your day, Lila. Happy birthday. How are you gonna have a birthday party on the purge? You're fucked up. Well, I mean, her birthday
1: was the day after the purge, so. Damn you know in the in the stanton set this this
0: big like i guess this big party or this big purge quinceanera. but you know what that's illegal because remember on the um on the, the little factoids they had during commercial break it says people the purge is prohibited for people under 18 Hey. so the whole Stanton thing, but I guess in every maybe law if they broken. waited until
1: after midnight, you know, kind of like feeding a true. But Blind you know, <laughs> but they they bring this uh, this elderly gentleman out, and he kind of just sits there at, at like a like a dinner place setting, almost like a TV tray with
0: the dinner place setting in right. front of him. Well, he goes, "Fuck, I'm not going to eat your a, bullshit." And,
1: and the help brings a, a a plethora of different instruments in front of Lila. You know, one is a dagger. One was you conjectured that the other one was like a little vial of poison, poison and, and and the final one's a pistol. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's Honestly, like choose your flavor exactly and and you you get this like this very like I don't even know how to describe it but it's it's almost just eerily nasty the way that these like affluent people are almost cheering her on because it's, a, it's like, you know, she, she starts to look over and like her hand is kind of like, like going ooh, over the dagger. And ooh, like, ooh, ooh, is she going to go with the uh, knife? Oh, is she yeah, going to go with the poison? Uh. And then when she finally grabs the gun, she's like, Oh, you hear a lot of people like, Ooh, good, good. Choice. That's the one that I would pick. Right. Yes. Yeah. You, you hear these, you people, know, these
0: fuckers are making bets and shit on right, the side. Exactly. It's like a pomp and circumstance of death. Yeah. They are relishing and loving the fact that these people can all go around and celebrate this young woman's becoming a, a woman. By killing somebody. It's almost like this weird, like, debutante ball. She's almost being D-Buck flowered. Uh. Uh. It's like this debutante ball mixed in with, like... A boy ain't a man until he bags him a deer. You right. know. So if you put the two together in Purge I mean, I guess that would make sense. But at the same time, it's still fucking eerie and creepy. Because the whole vibe, like you said, it had, like, it had this weird, like, Rosemary's Baby. Right. It really did. Cult aspect to it. Where everybody's like, oh, bravo. We should bring a bolt and say, hail Satan. Right? <laughs> and so she pops the guy. She pops the guy. And that was a graphic shot. And she was and, and just right before
1: that, I mean she was she was, she was really hesitant about doing it. I mean you could tell by the look on her face. I mean she
0: was really unsure. Mm-hmm. But the minute she pulled the trigger, you see that little smirk come across she her face. She fucking loved it. She yeah. was like, Oh, I'm all about this. And as soon as that happened, I knew like some fuckery yep. was about to go yep. down. Because then, then we actually get out of the flashback
1: sequence. Mm-hmm. You know, she she had killed this person on the her, prophecy has been fulfilled. on her purge, quinceanera. Mm-hmm. You know, so she kills this guy on the on the purge, and then we cut to Rick and Jenna in their bedroom, kind of having a talk, and then they hear noises. They hear the bump in the night. Mm-hmm. So Rick goes to investigate, and Jenna pulls this like gilded dagger. Out of a coat pocket. Yeah. And it's like... It's the one from the, the Dahmer dinner party. Right. It's the one from the Dahmer dinner party.
0: I was thinking when she did that, she would have been like, how fucking could you, Rick? Blah, 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 blah. You know? I mean,
1: it's a gilded dagger. I mean, I'd melt it down or at least take the up Oh, out. I know.
0: And then he would have been like, look, I didn't know what was going to go down. This is protection. I'm I trying won't... to buy
1: some condos for the poor.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> fucking, we can take the jewels out of this and live like kings. Right? Exactly. So, like... I thought she was gonna be like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" Blah 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 blah, and get all indignant like she's been known to do. But fortunately for me, it didn't go that way because we go downstairs and like fucking. Well, we're still so in the other room. Lila's over there, all heartbroken and shit. Like, what am I gonna do? I know I'll fucking kill them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll kill them all. And so she grabs like a cricket bat. No, it, it's a uh, the it's a fraternity paddle.
1: It's from like, like fucking you fucking
0: know, dazed and confused with no, it, like being the like, shit out of the freshman? Yeah.
1: It's from like, it's from Fuck the fraternity. Fuck you. Days. No. <laughs> and, and, you know, Lila <laughs> rears back and, you know. And it's really weird because you see He sees, sees it. He, yeah, he or sees he senses it. it.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's like, okay, somebody's in the house. And he turns out at the last minute to get popped in the face. At first, I thought he was going to pull some, like, ninja shit, but that's later. But, like... No, we missed the ninja shit. Because when he's talking in the kitchen and like Lila comes up and she tries to uh, buy him off, we didn't. We skipped that. He tries to buy him off. How much? How much will it take for you to disappear? And, and man,
1: she's she's dropping some serious numbers. I mean, she's like five million, and he's like, no, I ten million, right? Because things just started no, going you know, great I'm, with I'm, Jenna. I'm happy with my wife. you Right. Know, we got afford to get twenty million. I like, mean, and she um, just keeps going up, and it's like she goes, well, we're getting closer to the number.
0: Cause he does probably like well twenty million dollars, and then now. then she
1: plays the ultimate card. She goes, you know, well, you know, like I effed your wife and kisses him, and he's just like, be pleased. like shoves her up against the island. And at that point, you can see that number one, he's changed, you know, he's his role. Rawr. I mean, he's like,
0: I'm protecting he's, my family. He's and been, well, he's she got is every, scared as hell, right? But he's got every right to be pissed. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, she. She shouldn't have sexually harassed him by unwanted kissing, so he pushed her out of the way. Right? Let go of my purse. I don't know you. But he did it violently. (laughs) Yeah. I mean (laughs) violently. He he put he put some hella shovage behind that. He didn't hit her. He didn't hit her. He didn't smack her around. He didn't go and just like held her down. He just had this like mad dog look in his face. And yeah, you can see like, oh shit, I fucked with the wrong person right now. So she goes up. And she fucking grabs that paddle and beats the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. She beat him like she, like you stole something. <laughs> she beats the shit out of him. And then she finds a gun and pulls on him like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. This is my baby. And then talk. Jen, Lila was talking shit the whole yeah. fucking time. You know, how, how, how can you raise my baby? And this, that. And right? you know, It's just
1: like. What you know? Th- this isn't your kid; mm-hmm. it's ours. And you know, Lila pokes at him again. You know, you wouldn't even have that kid if I wasn't in the in the picture to you know kind of
0: spark your relationship again and your marriage and you know bring this thing about. Because that shit was crazy. Because as soon it, she, Jenna had this um, when she was like, "Get out and stop and leave mm-hmm. us alone." <laughs> Not only was it like, "Good for you, Jenna," but you done fucked up because you fucked up with the crazy chick, mm-hmm. and she's gonna fuck your world up. And sure enough, lo and behold, mm-hmm, sure enough, she comes out. because t- <laughs> Lila had this crazy look like, what? I'm going to fucking kill you all. Right? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, ah. she wanted to kill the world. She was pissed. And so she comes up, and she grabs a gun, and she's got him on them. <laughs> she's got, and I'm, <laughs> I was not expecting what happened happened. So she's got fucking Rick dead to rights. And you know, honestly, what I expect. Expected to happen. Sorry to interrupt you. Is the way that
1: he kind of gave that side eye, that side stare. I thought he took the bullets out of the gun. Yeah, I I really did. I thought he kind of set her up to kind of show show her true colors in front of Jenna. The way he looked, it looked like he knew she was coming. Right, but
0: carry on. I apologize. I was exactly the same in the same boat, thinking in that way. I was like, you see, Jenna, you see what happened when you fuck a stranger in the ass. You know, something like that from Lebowski I mean mm. but who knows what happened in the threesome but I mean <laughs> I should have said that while you're drinking <laughs> so anyway so like she's over there he comes up at her and like he's up she, he's she is about to bust a cap right in his ass and I was like oh no nah, don't do it don't do it because I was just like starting like thinking right. everything is going good again and apparently Jenna likes fresh fish Jenna comes out in fucking prison shanks. She just like
1: Like, literally like through the rib cage into the heart. mm -hmm. I mean, and and with the gilded dagger, which Mm -hmm. is, is kind of ironic that she would kill, you know, Lila with this, this, imagery of you know her former life
0: or her life yeah and also the 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 blade that she was super indignant about mm-hmm. you know a lot of symbolism there yeah a lot of it and uh, it was really good but i mean she I was stuck she good. like a fucking pig just looks like stick and i'm like holy shit that was some cold-blooded shit and good for fucking jenna
1: yeah exactly you know? But, you know, you see the you see the trauma that that inflicted on all of them involved mm-hmm. because Rick, you know, at that point had feared for his life. Yeah. Uh, Lila is well dead. But, you know, yeah. in, in her last moment, she realizes that Jenna is the one that, you know, broke and stabbed her heart. Yeah. And then, you know, Jenna is is, is no better than what happened with the other people. You know, she she ended up purging.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: granted, it was in you know, self-defense to save her husband's life. True. But, I mean, she still ended up being a person that took somebody's life. Because that's, Lila's that's a what mo- she was absolutely against.
0: Because Lila's a known murderer. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So and,
1: and it was it was very interesting. You know, going back to one of the flashback sequences when Lila actually shoots the guy, the 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 way that the d- director of photography did is he took a lot of shots at the help. You notice mm-hmm. that he took a lot of like close ups of Catalina. As everything was kind of yeah. playing out, yeah, and I think that's what built a lot of the animosity that we see in the earlier episode, where you know the 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 servants really rise up and and, and you know, no
0: Stanford is safe.
1: right? And it, it's it's honestly, it was refreshing to see because they could have just stayed on Jenna the entire time, mm-hmm. but now we see why you know the the help was so disenchanted with everything that was going on not the just connective you know, tissue yeah it, it wasn't just that they were being used as servants and, and stuff like that because they're yeah. people that have all kinds of different jobs but but you see how just i guess how disposable you know in this episode
0: it comes up multiple times yeah just how disposable that people can be yeah because I felt so bad for that poor little old man. Because he gave that old poor little old man puppy dog eyes. Yeah. It was like, you feel so bad because it's like, in the arms of the angels, right? That would have
1: been very appropriate to have Sarah McLachlan playing <laughs> in the background.
0: <laughs> and Genesis just going pop. Did you and, know
1: that for 60 cents a day, you can save this old man from being purged? You can buy a purger. He's locked up 60 in a cage cents. in the basement. <laughs> Rattling a soup can across the
0: bars. <laughs> Take him back to the carnival of flesh. But... Uh, no, uh that was a gory shot, just a pop right in the head. Right. I was I was like, Whoa, I was taken back at that. Once again, USA shocked me with the amount of language that they said. Not yep. that I'm sort of a fucking prude or anything, but, but I they don't know. Expect- they dropped a lot of F bombs. Mm-hmm. And they killed a lot of people point fucking blank. Yep. So kudos to that. So then we finally get Lila dead. Good. We finally get everything hunky dory with Jenna and Rick. Good. Mm-hmm. And then they're here like, oh. Somebody else is in the house because it says so system disarmed. I'm like, what the fuck could it be? But we'll get into that later.
1: Yep. So, with Lila, Rick, and Jenna, do we have anything else that we really need to touch on? Mm-mm.
0: I hope. To... <laughs> one thing before we get into the thing. Uh, no, I'll get it back into the one when we get into the end because it was a funny. It was, I was All like, right. holy shit.
1: Okay. So, the other part that we have to talk about is Miguel Penelope. Pete, the cop, and his bar, mm-hmm. and also the purge protector, because all of these stories kind of inter- intertwine Intertwine uh-huh. at, toward the end of this episode. So you see that Miguel and Penelope finally make it out of the Carnival of Flesh. They make it back to Pete, the cop's, uh,
0: the, his, his cantina. Mm-hmm. Pete's Wh- cantina. Yeah,
1: Pete's cantina. I mean, and I want to get one of those t-shirts Me too. that Penelope was wearing. Yeah, Me it's, too. It's Pete's cantina.
0: Maybe we should see if they have it on the purge shopping network. Exactly. You know.
1: So we, we see they finally get back there, and you know they're back on the run. You know, Pete's very excited to see them both, you know, mm-hmm. he, and he even tells Penelope, I'm glad you brought him back. I'm glad you were
0: able to, you know, get him back here safely. Exactly. We were talking on the last line. Good for Miguel. Good for Miguel for doing that. Yep. For taking him back and keeping his word. And good for Pete for walking him from open arms. He can get the fuck out of here. I don't want that shit. But he was like, no, good. Come on in. Come yeah, on in. Yeah, because Miguel still had one in. more wish, dude. We talked about this. <laughs> right. You give, him
1: a, you give him a cherry ass car like that, dude. He's got you has all ways. kinds
0: of wishes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, once again. And then everything's hunky-dory, and we're like, all right, cool. But then she's like, okay, do you guys have food? Because I was promised, pancakes. Yeah, exactly.
1: And then Pete, the cop, even makes the comment. It goes, well, I'm sorry, we don't have a, real, a really robust brunch menu. <laughs> but, you, you know, when they're talking about that, it, it, the banter between Miguel Penelope and, and Pete is really awesome. Yeah. You know, because we see, like, just non-Purge-related talk. You know, we've got... Miguel pretty angry at Pete about not telling him who Rex was, you know, the the harvester, you know, the cowboy and, 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 and he had a point. He goes, if right. I told him, if I told you, would you have gone with him? Exactly. And, and that little dynamic, I mean, there was no
0: real animosity
1: there no. because I think Miguel is is just thankful to be out of that situation. Mm-hmm. And you know, Pete was pretty much the same way, you know, hey, I'm I used this tool to get you to your sister to help, you yeah. know. So, but then the, there's a there's another snippet that the uh, the perch protector just shows up out of nowhere. He just comes
0: into the bar
1: hangs and hangs up and his mask. Yep, just hangs just, up his mask regular, and he just goes up to the bar and grabs a beer. Yep, because the I mean, average Joe.
0: Yep, average Joe hanging out. And then he's talking to Penelope, and they had a good little interaction between. Them. He goes, "Well, I was kind of dumb. I followed for this like bad shit, but I was trying to help." And he goes, "Yeah, I'm kind of help trying to help out." And he's talking to Miguel and Penelope, and they had a really good banner between all of them. And there was, I was like, you know what, good for them. For coming in, hanging out, and, like, just kind of, yeah, I had a rough night, too. Yeah, me, too. You know, just hanging out. night's not over yet. Right? And just, like, what do you do? He goes, I just do my own thing. You Mm -hmm. know, I don't don't go around fucking with anybody too much. And I'm like, all right, cool. I really like the protector. You know, he's fucking aces in my book. And, you know, Miguel's getting cool. And now that everything's wrapped up with them, it's all a nice little bow Nothing What can go wrong? So... (laughs)
1: <laughs> we get so, we get bar scuzzo that that gets interjected
0: fucking bar creeps i mean everywhere you go bar is like so hey how are you doing there and i thought he was gonna like touch her i did too he was like, uh, yeah it was kind of a like a uh, creepy motion toward her hand yeah but i but,
1: but he saw the, the i guess the nail polish that the the school bus oh, of shiny. The, the school magic uh, magic right? school bus crazies you know
0: have well because he he's even goes he goes I know you guys you guys are those freaks to let everybody kill him he goes I killed one of you guys last yep. year you know what it wasn't worth it fucking I needed to kill more and so yeah Penelope
1: was like just like why in the f are you talking to me number one why mm-hmm. the f are you telling me this number two and number three get the f away from me
0: but it was also good for Penelope to hear that. The thing that she believed in, like the whole like helps people cleanse and everybody's thing, is not true. Right. It didn't help him. Right. He goes, I'm still got to go do more. I'm still going to go do other shit. And then um, later on when she's talking to Pete, Pete's like, it doesn't fucking do anything. Crime is not down. He goes, this this other shit happens still. You know, this Mm -hmm. is one night to do more horrible shit. Yeah, It's just different types
1: of crime that you don't typically see. Right, and you know, Pete the Cop even you know gives a little bit more information to Penelope and kind of shatters her her you know utopian viewpoint of you know how everything with the magic school bus kind of broke out mm-hmm. because he talks to her about Tavis, I believe was was her name correct? Yeah, yeah, Tavis, and and how the NFFA really you know funds everything in ter- in regards to how Tavis recruits these young people right. to to you know essentially be. Purge
0: fodder. Right. Because she these- no, I mean, he's, she's trying to help me. Okay, where'd she find you at? Oh, at the uh, shelter, rehab center. rehab center. Uh-huh. And where else does she go? Uh, the prison. Uh-huh. Mm. Where else does she go? Homeland shelters. Uh-huh. Where people are seeking that, and it's easy for people to prey upon that people.
1: Yeah, and I thought it was awesome of, of Pete to even give her even more backstory. He said, you know, we were building a case against her. Yeah. But- You know, the the, the NFFA, yeah, the NFFA has too much money and too much influence. And they even had cops inside that were, you know, working against Pete and the other person that he had working on the case.
0: Not only did he drop that knowledge on her, which she should also hurt. He also dropped the knowledge you need to take that fucking thing off. Yeah. Yeah, because it was upsetting a lot of the other patrons because they knew
1: what that robe was.
0: Exactly. That's a big ass nun target. You know what I'm saying? Bad habit whoa uh, yeah i like bravo <laughs> bravo i had to think of like eh, is the word the clap or is the worth the boo yeah it's a clap so <laughs> i no. was saying boo earned <laughs> but no I, I i
1: completely get what he was saying you know mm-hmm. you're you're pissing off these patrons because they know exactly what this this represents right and they know who you are because of what you're wearing
0: yeah and anyway fucking take that shit off in the first place it's yeah stupid. exactly He goes, it's stupid and but so. but I thought it was kind of
1: cool the way that you see some of the tracking shots that kind of go around the bar. Mm-hmm. And you see all these people that, like, just came, like, weary purgers and weary purgees. Yeah. You know, you got people that got, like, blood and bruises and everything.
0: They're just having a beer, having exactly. a good time.
1: I mean, and, like, the, when the camera's panning, there's a, there's a girl that's got, like, a head wound. Right. And it's, like, almost like. bleeding guy's bleeding. he he has got a work. Budweiser. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. But in fairness, I mean, if a hospital's 10 miles away. Exactly. And, and you know you Pete's, have sanctuary. And Pete's bar is a mile away. You're gonna go to Pete's, yeah? Because it's like I can't, mean, I can't, I can't get
1: a beer in the ER. Exactly. I'm right.
0: <laughs> right. Might as well get a shot while you got shot. You know? <laughs> so a shot for a shot. Exactly. Yar. But um, no. So he's like, "This is some shit. And she goes, "Well, can we need to go save my friends?" And I'm like, uh, "Don't do it.
1: Well, don't do it." There was a there was an actual a line that Pete had that was very telling, and it it goes for more than just the purge. Because it goes for what a lot of what, you know, because we've talked about this before. What this what this television show and what these movies do is really shine a light on a lot of the things that, you know, we as a society know about, but we don't really want to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And he has the line of, you know, filling the gas tank in that bus is less expensive than socialized medicine for all these people that are deemed to have, you know, dysfunctional abilities and, you know, to, to have mental instabilities and, and to be, I guess, vulnerable
0: disposable was the word he said. Right,
1: he said disposable, but he said, you know, it, it, it's cheaper than socialized medicine. Yeah. So these are the people that, you know, either they've got like bipolar, they've got some type of type of mental where disorder,
0: mel- where welfare, medicare, right. all the social services all are of needed the, for them All to of live. the
1: poor and the and the vulnerable people right. are are deemed as disposable. And right. that's that's very similar to what we what we heard echoed in the the Jenna and Rick, you know, portion of the episode. Cuz it's
0: affecting the rich people's bottom line. Yep. And it's, so the it's cutting in the into co- the NFFA money. Exactly. So fucking if you, they're just debts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're just like red marks in the ledger. Yep. It's bullshit.
1: And after Pete drops that knowledge, you know Penelope really goes back to Miguel and says, you know, look, we need to save my friends because yeah. they don't know what the hell's happening, but now I do. Mm-hmm. And and Miguel knows, you know, this is this is a suicide mission. They were lucky to get back to Pete's bar in the first place. And and he, he even says, says that. Yeah.
0: He says he's. We almost died multiple times yeah (laughs) so we got our asses really lucky and then what's the fucking next thing that happens penelope calls up her friends and shit gets the magic school bus to stop by pete's right that's horse shit but i mean she has to understand figure that out but at the same time come on now you just survived. Don't go back into the lion's den. Yeah, because she goes out and starts creeping. Yeah, but you know the the thing that really the catalyst well, before for that, that for her going yeah out creeping it, it is was the creep. Yeah,
1: was the creep. You know, mm-hmm. and and he has. I thought that was very interesting as well. You know, we've talked about how well the purge does things. You know, we, we've got a, a radical debate going on now in the country and the, the world about debate. gun control debate, mm-hmm. right? We also have a a debate going on about three D printed guns and the accessibility of those things. And what, what happens? And
0: a safe house, the creep a sanctuary. The, the
1: creep goes to the bathroom and assembles a what we're assuming is like a three D printed or a plastic gun. Yeah. And he goes after Pete, the cop, in his bar. Mm-hmm. Miguel jumps out of nowhere, you know, saves Pete. They they wrestle the gun away from him. Two more wishes. Exactly. Right? So he wrestles the gun away from him. Pete puts it in his back, you know, and and he kicks
0: the guy out of the bar. Like, who the fuck is this guy? And the guy's like, you put away my brother. Right? And the guy's like, oh, I know this guy. That, Your fucking. Yeah, your brother's a piece of shit. Yeah, Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He deserves to fucking rot. And I was like, get this motherfucker out of the bar. (laughs) I was like, that's great. I fucking love Pete the cop. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. He's fantastic. But, um, and you know what? I would have said, I would have said, any any of you purgers want this piece of shit, you know? And so, like, but, Pete, but that's not Pete's but, way. But, but Pete's Cantina is, is it's like... It's a safe house, so yeah. get him out of here and let him fend on his own. You know, that's it's, fair. It's, it's like bass when you're playing freeze tag, you know? Exactly. Pete's exactly. Cantina is his home base But meanwhile, while this shit's going down, what does fucking Penelope do? Boom, 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 boom. Goes outside and, like, looks for the magic school bus. Uh-huh. Unarmed. Outside. On Purge Night, multiple bad ideas in that scenario. Yep. And a huge shout-out to our
1: friend, your podcast patron, Greg D., because one of the little shouts that we see is when Penelope jumps out of the bar, we see a bunch of skaters chasing down somebody to purge them. And the first thing that Genius says, is goes, Oh, check it out, Greg
0: and his fruit-booting purge gang! Yeah. <laughs> Greg's, Greg's fruit-booting and purging. Good for him! Right? <laughs> so... <laughs> But, but, the, yeah. but the
1: magic school bus pulls up, you know, Penelope gets out and she starts talking to Tavis about, you know, how, how she feels betrayed and how, you know, the NFFA really funds her. And she's, she's get, she's dropping all this knowledge in front of all of her friends that are on the bus. And Tavis still tries to manipulate her. Right. You know, and Penelope is almost falling for it again.
0: She goes, well, she goes, you're happy, right? Mm-hmm. You had a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole like lecherous, like, come on now, you know, you still love me. But in that weird cult way. And sure enough, she almost fell for it. But then all of us, I mean, hook, I mean, line, and sinker. I was expecting Penelope. Like, I even wrote down in here, like, oh, shit. I'm like, Penelope's going to purge, right? And like, that'd be some good comeuppance, right? But, From purgy
1: to purger. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Like a little, like, drink your own Kool Aid, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, Make it again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But then all of a sudden, kaboom, kaboom, fucking she gets blasted out of nowhere. I thought it was
1: Miguel. I did too. I I, I wanted it to be
0: Miguel. Or Pete the Cop. Yep, or Pete the Cop. One of the two. But fucking lo and behold, who was it? It was the Purge Protector. Purge Protector. And he had really cool points. And he's breaking your heart. (laughs) Well, at first I thought I was like, all right, good job, Purge Protector, for fucking, you know, coming in and saving the day and helping Penelope out. Because not only did he shoot... Um, he shoot Tabus, but he also shot that big goon. Oh, the, the bus driver goon. Hail Hail to to the the bus bus driver, bus Bus driver, driver man. man. And like, so he got shot and I'm thinking that he's going to fucking like, you know, come on, let's go back into Pete's. Right. And he goes, I gotta take you somewhere safe, right? Mm-hmm. And he throws her in the back of the bus, and I'm like, oh no, don't make the perch protector a heel. Right? I know.
1: And it wasn't even like it wasn't even like you're coming with me, like, you know, like he did with Jane. He like grabs her by the hair yeah. and puts the gun to her head and says, yeah. You you're coming with me. And right. I'm like, whoa, perch protector. Where, where are you going?
0: I'm taking her somewhere safe. And I'm like, oh no, you're a monster. And so then I was like pissed. I was like, I was shocked and I was angry. I was like, you can't do this. I like the purge protector. And now he's a baddie. I know. He's the average Joe. Right? Now he's like.
1: He likes bologna sandwiches and, and domestic beer. Right? Like, come he's, on now.
0: He's, he's whatever. He's, he's average Joe. Don't fucking make him a heel. So then he throws Penelope violently, I might add, mm-hmm. into the back. And who is in there? Jane. Mm -hmm. Who else is in there? The guy that he saved from earlier. Who else is in there? The girl, that the woman that he saved. Yep, at the the home invasion. At the home invasion. And like four or five other people, right? Mm -hmm. And then they go to another stop. Going back to conversation yep, to what you talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So going back to conversation, Jenna and Rick are out there and they hear noise outside. Like, what's going on? And all of a sudden you hear the, secu- the, secu- de-activated. Right, the mm-hmm. system deactivated right, security
1: system deactivated. I'm
0: like, holy shit. What the fuck is going on? At first, I thought Lila came back. Not not from the dead, but I was like, oh, I'll show you with her last diamond. Right. Put the code in. No, it's the purge protector. And next thing you know, we see Rick on the ground. of Gagged, right? And he's pulling Jenna out by her feet. Yep. But when when he pulled her out, he dropped her on the stairs purposefully and hard. Yeah. Numerous times. Boop, like, like, boom, 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 and I'm like, holy shit, that's painful looking, right? Because it looked like it fucking hurt. And throws him in the back of the van. What the fuck? Yeah, and I and, was not expecting any of that shit. Yeah, and
1: honestly, I'm not going to go into any conjecture because you know some of the things that we've con- you know conjectured have come true. And some I, we I haven't. I, I want to go into episode nine and ten completely, you know, wide open and just expecting nothing because
0: Un- unfortunately, I saw like, right. the next time on the purge right, which I kind of think I know where it's going. But if it does, I'm gonna I either gonna like it or I'm gonna be extremely angry. Right.
1: Exactly. Because I think they, I, I, oh, they wasted a really good, at least in my opinion, they wasted a really good, like, hero.
0: Yeah. And turned and, him into a heel. And then turned him into from, like, we're going into Conjecture Villain. This is speculation from Sneak Preview. Because if you saw it last night, you right. saw the preview because it was right fucking after it. But he's going from average, average Joe to average Jigsaw. Yeah. You know? Would you like to play a little game? Right. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, I'm going to be extremely pissed.
1: Yeah, because they will have wasted one of the a coolest characters. great character! Characters. Yep, yep exactly. Fucking, who
0: could have been a superhero of the night? Who I know! The, he's the purge protector, and now he's the purge prober, or whatever's going to happen. <laughs> I don't fucking know, and I don't like it, but I do, because I didn't see it coming, and I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, exactly. Not, and so, That was
1: a twist, honestly, I didn't see coming either. Not at all. I mean, I, all. I kind of figured, you know, it got a little weird when he grabbed Jane. But I didn't think that everybody was going to be bound and no. you know, gagged and thrown in the back of
0: the bus. Because when he came in, when he came in in the beginning, going back to last episode with Jane, when he goes, I'm going to take you somewhere safe. Yeah. I thought he was going to take her to beat the cops. Yeah. And he was actually really gentle with it. I mean, right. he didn't like throw anybody around. We didn't see him hog
1: tie anybody or drag them out of their no, house. No, he
0: was like, come on, man. He just had a horrible shit. He just saved her. He shot some old white rich people for him. Yep. You know, so he did good. But then, like he's like, I'll take you somewhere safe. So I thought they were going to Pete's Cantina. They were, but I didn't realize she was going to be in the back, bound and gagged. I was like, oh man, I should have known something was up when I didn't see her in the bar walking in with him.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, the I, sign I think, was right fucking there. Yep that, that that should have been that should have been our first clue. But you know, again, may, maybe maybe in this you know continuity, maybe he took her home or something. You know, right. But but we know now he did not. So, did we miss anything with Miguel Penelope, Pete the Cop, and the Purge Protector that we needed to cover? And Jane. And Jane. (laughs) We got them all. I mean, really, we only got Jane for a couple, maybe a a scene. A second, not
0: even that. They just saw that she was bound and gagged in in dire straits. Awesome.
1: So, we've covered Miguel Penelope, the Purge Protector. We've covered Jenna, Rick, and Lila. I think we're good. Like, we do on every episode, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. How would you
0: rank this episode? I'm going to give this an 8. I really think thoroughly enjoyed this episode. The whole catharsis with the Jenna and Rick and Lila aspect. Mm -hmm. I went from despising Jenna last episode. Oh yeah, you hated that woman. Oh, I hated her with a passion. To being like, (laughs) good for you. Good job. I'm glad you saw you through your bullshit, but now I'm worried about her. I'm never going to turn my back on her. I don't want to get stabbed with a letter opener. Right? Fuck no. But I'm worried about her. I'm worrying about her and Rick now because of all this. So kudos for making a hated character into a liked character, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, fuck that for making a liked character into a hated character. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, cause I, I honestly, I didn't see that coming when you can pull some wool over my eyes shit like that. I really like that. So yeah, I'm going to go an eight. I thoroughly enjoy this episode. Yeah.
1: And I'm actually going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go with an eight and a half. Ooh. I, I really did like the, the turn with the purge protector. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. Right. But that's what I enjoy. Right. I, I enjoy when the, when the the television shows or the the movies give me something that I'm not expecting. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Yeah. And, Surprise. and I think the catharsis, just like you said, with with Jenna, Rick, and Lila, was great for this episode. It was great for them. I think they're gonna have a hell of a lot of relationship therapy that they need to go through because I mean, yeah. Jenna stabbed somebody for you know the the relationship. And now that they've dealt with all of that, you know, where does that leave our, uh, where does that leave our characters? And we won't know until next week. Tune in next time. Exactly. So I do want to remind all of our listeners, we will be recapping AMC's The Walking Dead next Sunday. That episode airs on Monday, and then we'll be right back with the episode nine of USA's The Purge on Tuesday. But with that being said, on behalf of my co-host, Genius McGee, I am Dustin P, And
0: I'm going to go somewhere safe.